Last week, the liturgical year came to a close with the solemnity of Christ the King. And our readings talk to us about when Christ will come again in power, in glory, and majesty to usher in the fullness of his kingdom. Well, today, with the first Sunday in Advent, we begin a new liturgical year. And our readings speak about Christ's second coming, when he will return in power and majesty and glory to usher in the fullness of his kingdom. On the one hand, it's a pretty seamless transition from one year to the next. But on the other, I could imagine somebody asking, why all this focus on the second coming? After all, isn't Advent about preparing us for Christmas? And it is. But that word Advent, it comes from a Latin word, adventus, which means coming, arrival, um, approach. And so in Advent, yes, we prepare for Christ's first coming in Bethlehem, the commemoration of his first coming in Bethlehem 2,000 years ago. But especially in the first couple of weeks, we are called to prepare our hearts and minds, our lives, for his second coming. Um, we are reminded of the need for vigilance in awaiting his return in power and glory at the end of the age. Why vigilance, though? Well, the simple truth is that, that we Christians, we face a very real yet subtle spiritual danger in this life. And it's one that Jesus identifies in our gospel when he says, do not let your hearts become drowsy from carousing and drunkenness. And the anxieties of daily life in that day catch you by surprise like a trap. You know, in other words, the great danger is that we would become sidetracked, uh, distracted in this life rather than preparing for that day when we will inevitably all all of us will inevitably meet our Lord and be asked to give an account of our life. And really, Jesus here is warning of two very particular failures. On the one hand, a failure of temperance, and on the other, a failure of fortitude. The failure of temperance is to give in to carousing and drunkenness, that is, seeking physical pleasures and comforts in this temporary life. And of course, Jesus isn't condemning pleasure. Pleasure is a good thing. God created it. But because of our frailty, we can very easily become attached to pleasure in a disordered way. Or we can, even worse, we can use it as a crutch uh, to help us deal with the, the difficulties of life. Now, the same is true for uh, the failure of fortitude, which is succumbing to the anxieties of daily life. And again, we don't want to misunderstand what Jesus means by anxieties, right? I would, I would distinguish, we should distinguish between what I would call legitimate concerns and what Jesus calls the anxieties of daily life. Uh, we should be legitimately concerned about our responsibilities, parents about their children. You know, we should be legitimately concerned to pay our rent, or mortgage or car payments, right? That's something we should be concerned about. And at the same time, Jesus isn't speaking about what we would today call like a clinical anxiety disorder, right? This anxiety that, doesn't, that, that happens persistently without a good explanation uh, or good obvious reason. In that case, 
you know, we, we, sh we can and should seek a professional who specializes in that area. But there is a common kind of anxiety that Jesus is speaking about, and it's neither a legitimate concern nor is it a clinical anxiety disorder. Very often, it manifests in this way. We begin to allow what-if scenarios to run through our heads, things that may possibly happen in the future that make us worried and anxious. What if this happens or that, then disaster befalls us? What if I flunk out of school and can't get a job and can't get a spouse and life will be terrible? And we let thoughts spiral round and round in our mind. We ruminate. And very often, this kind of um, uh, worrying, these what-if scenarios, they come out of a desire to control the uncontrollable, to control what we have no control over. That's an exhausting task. And so this is where the two very often go together. Then we can look for a respite in drunkenness and carousing, in the pleasures of this life, to just give us some temporary relief from the burdens of the anxieties of our daily life. Regardless, giving in to these, un, this unnecessary anxiety or the inordinate love of pleasure, it can distract us from our very purpose in life, which is to know, love, and serve God. And the solution in both cases is to trust in God. Now, if that sounds too simplistic or naive, bear with me. We need to trust that our ultimate happiness is in God. He's revealed this truth. As St. Augustine put it so well, you've created us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. And God is our total and lasting happiness. In heaven, we will experience the complete and total satisfaction of every good desire. So we need to trust that God can provide us what no passing pleasure can, that happiness, that eternal and infinite happiness we long for. And then when it comes to the anxieties of daily life, we need to trust in those words that Jesus said more than any other. Do not be afraid. We don't need to be afraid. Why? Well, Jesus tells us that, but I would also say he proved it to us on the cross. On the cross, he shows us the immense love and mercy of God towards us. On the cross, he shows us the incredible willingness and lengths God is willing to go to to reconcile us to himself. And maybe most importantly, on the cross, by his cross and resurrection, we are shown that in the end, death and evil and sin do not have the last word. But God does. So we must trust now, trusting is an act of the will. We can trust and still feel afraid or anxious or worried. And when we find it difficult to trust, we need to ask. We need to pray. You know, Jesus tells us, ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. So this Advent, a very simple resolution is to daily pray, to daily ask, seek, knock, for the door to be opened, that our trust in God might grow. We have to pray, Jesus, I trust you. Help me to trust you more. Grant me the grace to trust you more and more. Let us make this prayer our own in Advent. 
so that we can be prepared to welcome him in our hearts anew at Christmas, so that we can be more prepared for that day when we will all inevitably go before the Lord to give an account for our life. May we trust in God so that he can make us into the saints he created us to be.